1: That's right. When you don't know what to do, just keep on breathing. From beautiful Huntington Beach, California, on the HealthyLife.net radio network, heard in all 50 states and 135 countries, all positive talk radio. Welcome to all my listeners out there in radio land. I'm Dave, the caregiver's caregiver at caregiverdave.com. Also coming to you live and on demand 24-7 over the last 10 years on numerous syndicated radio and podcast networks, on 26 global audio video, video platforms, audio and video platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Vimeo, and the list goes on and on. In fact, we're very proud to be voted number one caregiver podcast of the top 50 on Player FM, and number two on Feedspot out of the top 60 and number two on CaringVillage.com. And we have an especially exciting show planned for you today. Author and functional medicine expert and chiropractor, Dr. Thomas Palucki, uh, we're going to talk about the chiropractor pros and cons, what to look for and what to look out for when choosing a chiropractor. But before we get started, I do want to thank my last week's guest, Get a Grip on Grip. Before it's too late, hand and grip expert Dr. Terry Zachary is the author of Great Hands, Great Life, and the inventor of the Handmaster Plus Hand Exercise System. He's a former professional golfer and sports chiropractor and saw that dozens of repetitive grip injuries to figures, fingers, thumbs, and (laughs) wrists, carpal tunnel, et cetera. Great interview. Just a reminder, you can watch or listen to that interview and all our interviews on our membership website, caregiverdave.com, or any of our other 26 global networks that I mentioned earlier. All right, enough of that. Dr. Palucki, so great to have you on the Caregiver Dave show. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. And, you know, I always like to ask my guests, just who is Dr. Thomas Pulucky, and why was he placed on this earth? <laughs> I'll you off All with right. Well, step. I don't
0: know about that, but I'll, uh-huh. I'll take a crack at it. So I grew up in a medical family, right? So it's my whole life. My uncle's a prominent psychiatrist. My mother wow. runs a, a, an ICU. Uh, that's a, an intensive care unit at the local hospital. Um, so I, I I'm in the system, and in tenth grade, I am testing for Johns Hopkins Medical School, possibly the most prestigious medical school on the planet. Tenth grade, um, around the same time. Uh-huh. I wake up one morning and I can't move. I am. It's called torticollis. It's it's a, a spasm in the neck, and you are locked up. You're you're not going anywhere. Oh so this was the one thing, the one thing that my very conventional, conservative medical family thought. Well, maybe the Cairo whatever can do something about this. So <coughs> I go. And the guy's nice enough. I don't know. I don't know anything from anything. I don't. I don't look at him like a, a a a real doctor because you know I'm surrounded by real doctors all the time. And this guy is not at a hospital. He's not in the medical building complex I'm used to going to. And I went there a lot because by this time I'm sixteen. 16- 15 I'm 15 years old this is 40 years ago I'm 15 years old and I've already had three surgeries I'm on five prescription medications year round plus countless over the counters I still have daily symptoms and sometimes they escalate into actual medical emergencies and this is just my life I think it's perfectly normal you know growing up in the medical setting I I knew all the medical doctors um, essentially on a first name basis for, for the first 15 years, of life. and so we go to this Cairo guy, right? <laughs> and it's interesting from the beginning, you know, how he treats me, how he talks to me. And uh, 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 but for whatever reason, I like the guy and I give him a chance, and very long story short, um, uh, because I mean, this was completely different, completely different, but in one year, you know, going, uh, it started off a couple times a week and then it tapered off, but within one year, I'm off all my lifelong medications, and this, again, is 40 years ago, and I haven't even taken an aspirin since. Now, I know that sounds cultish, <laughs> you know, especially in in this society. There's, there's a pill for every ill drama that we deal with every day. The nonstop bombardment of overwhelming information about take this pill for this problem, get this shot for this condition, you know, get this surgical procedure. Everything else is yeah. pseudoscience or uh, worse, right? So I got a lot of questions. I, one, in one year, this guy who we didn't even consider a real doctor has cured problems that up until that point, 15 years of top. And I, all due respect, really good medical care wasn't able Mm. to do, at all. So uh, you know, we had some debate, some hot conversations around the dinner table about what the heck is going on here, and why am I second guessing this golden ticket? You know, like Charlie, like you know Charlie and Willy Wonka, golden (laughs) ticket. To go to Johns Hopkins, why am I even second guessing this? I mean, I'm throwing my life away by not doing this golden opportunity because they contacted me. It wasn't like I was scrambling trying to make it happen. They were like they a
1: Dookie Hauser, so young and so brilliant, and yet <laughs> yeah, so I don't young know, not with that. medical I, problems. What? Wow.
0: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it, but I, I I don't know that I'm that brilliant. I <laughs> I, I just was, you know, I don't think I, I think I was genetically programmed to be a doctor. So it was in, in the system, it was in the pipeline. Uh, but when I saw such a dramatic difference, I, I I had a lot of questions. You know, some people come to the realization, an epiphany, what, whatever have you, about what they're supposed to do. I never really felt that about medicine you know, I just thought it was the family business, right? So, yeah. but when I actually got better and I didn't need to take handfuls of pills every day and I actually felt good and, you know, at 15, you're also coming into oh. puberty, no. male maturity, all of that stuff, all of a sudden, I've got this whole new life and and I associate all of that with what this guy did for me,
1: and, and I'd like to get into family, that a little bit. Was your family impressed with this? Did you? Did that make believers out eh, of the entire uh, medical family you had?
0: Not, not initially for sure. You know, they uh, had some doubts, and I did myself. You know, I couldn't explain it well because at the time, hey, uh, let's face it, we're we're old, right? At the time, there was no internet, right? So all the information you got was either coming from the television or uh, your medical doctor or you had to go to like a university library, not even a local library. You had to go to like a university library to look stuff up. So... I got questions. I'm asking my medical doctors why they never sent me to a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, at the time, they could have lost their license for doing it. It was a crime for a medical doctor to make a chiropractic referral up until I can't remember the exact date, but it was like somewhere in like the 80s, if you can imagine that. Wow. And so, you know, there was that. Obviously, nobody told me all that. I didn't find out any of this stuff until I went to chiropractic school. And I didn't know that what most people, even today, now consider chiropractic. I didn't even know what that was about, because the one that I went to was like what I do in my office. And Dave, you know how different that is than other chiropractors. And I should say that,
1: that I am a patient of yours. For the last, I don't know, fifteen years, and I've gone Sounds to like- I've gone to some chiropractors. They're <laughs> they're so different. I mean, it's so yeah. amazing how each one has got a different little thing that they do. But uh, I haven't met anyone who does what you do. In fact, others have hurt right.
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that happens. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Longs again. <laughs> way way too long a story short. Um, once I got to chiropractic school, I found out that most chiropractors aren't doing this, aren't doing what literally transformed my life mm. and maybe de- made me decide to walk away from medical school to become a chiropractor. Uh, and the whole time, everybody's saying you're throwing your life away. I mean, every, my... English teacher. My English teacher in 10th grade is like trying to have an intervention with me saying how, you know, what are you doing? Why would you consider this? You know, and uh, I didn't know. I didn't know at the time until, you know, I got out and I started at school and I realized that, well, you know, there's a reason that a lot of people just uh can't get on board with this whole chiropractic thing. And even to this day, then this is again 40 years later, um, the 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 mm-hmm. average is only 10% of the population thinks chiropractic is a a, a credible option for any condition, much less the, m- the most credible right. option of um back problems. You know, curious, sp- does it happen- feel-
1: just curious. Sorry to interrupt. Does it have a better reputation go. than acupuncture? It is a little bit,
0: a little bit better. You now, the, 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 um, acupuncture recently got accepted into, you know, the whole scheme of things that covered California, how uh, medicine has essentially become, uh, you know, the whole uh, affordable care thing.
1: Um,
0: So um, acupuncture got easily adopted into that, and that has changed a little bit, a little bit, but the numbers aren't dramatically different. You know, chiropractic, oriental medicine and um, physical therapy are still very low on the list. And they're there. Some of them are making more leeway into the mainstream. But for the most part, even physical therapy. Yeah. More people will listen to. The commercials, (laughs) because let's face it, the commercials bypass the medical doctor, they tell the patient what to do before they even walk into the medical doctor's office. And the patient is there asking for some kind of pill or procedure before they, you know, even have a consultation. So, you know, that's the state of healthcare in this country at this point. The medical doctors are essentially just checking a box and forwarding the patient's request onto the next level at this point. You know, our our job is considerably different because we're still working somewhat outside of that system, outside of that, um, just ask your doctor, because when you just ask your doctor the answer is almost ever always going to be either some kind of new medication or some test or some referral for a, a different kind of advanced level uh wow. e- either evaluation or management of of their problem
1: well you know our but audience when, our audience are um uh, again sorry to interrupt but we've got only so much time i want to get it all in there But our audience are burned out caregivers, you know, and many times 30 percent. These are the actual statistics from AARP. 30 percent of caregivers will actually die before their loved ones do. The ones who have the illness and they're they're taking it on and many more. The lucky ones uh, who don't die, well, they just become sicker than the ones they care for, uh, hospitalized typically and eventually need a caregiver of their own. And so this is this is pretty bad. Only 10 percent of caregivers are what I would call healthy. and, And I'm one of them. And so uh having you on the show, you need to explain to them, you know, why they would consider this. Maybe some of them are like, think that caregivers, uh, chiropractors are quacks or something, but you say that not all chiropractors are built the same. So what should no. we look for if we're going to try chiropractic and what should we stay away from when we try?
0: Okay. As long As as short as I can make this, Um, look for reviews based on your concern. Uh, You know, don't just see that, oh, they've got 100 or 200 or 300 or 400 reviews on this or that or the other. Actually read them. Read the reviews, especially do a search within the review search engine of your particular concern and then when if like if if they have lower
1: back pain you'll do a search on lower back pain if you have constant headaches do a search on constant headaches
0: exactly Exactly. So do that search first. And then if it looks good, you know, make the call, see what happens, see what the scheduling process is like. And, you know, it it should be easy to get in to see a person and, you know, that first visit should look something like this. It should be a conversation with you and the doctor and the doctor should ask you about your concerns, your challenges, your goals and if it's about anything else, that should that should be a red flag, you know. If they're already trying to convince you of ten other things than what you walked in the door for, you know, that should raise some concerns. Um, so if that should, and then the exam process. If it still looks like a good fit from there, the exam process should be some kind of measurable objective criteria for determining you know what the next step looks like whether it is we're going right into a treatment and here's what to expect on this treatment and by the way Mm -hmm. informed consent is important you know you want to know what the treatment is are there any risks associated it, It and not getting informed consent prior to any kind of a treatment is actually malpractice, and in some cases, criminal.
1: Um, so, how important is the bedside manner? Let's say we we feel real comfortable with this guy; we like him, like you liked your guy, or yeah. the guy is creeping me out. I'm I, 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 my guts, you know, screaming, red flag, red flag. How important is just our reaction? Should we just ignore it or should we pay attention to it? (laughs) You know,
0: that's on a person by person basis. Some people have a better intuition and, you know, some people have better street sense than others do. I do trust my gut. I do trust my gut, but I'm also highly critical. I am highly uh, methodical and systematic and scientific and logical. So when my gut tells me something, I know it's just the connection that I'm not making, you know, in, in, Uh you know, the step-by-step process, but I've learned to trust my gut. Some people have better, better intuition than others. Um, uh, So, you know, you, you, you've got to know how, Um, credible, your gut instinct is. um, But I'll, I'll tell you some red flags to look for. Confidence is attractive. Yeah. So you're looking for that, especially if you're scared, if you're hurting, if you haven't found any answers, if you're confused, if you're looking for some kind of solution to some kind of dilemma, you want to go somebody who's confident about their ability to help you, right? But the problem is, Con men know this. Con men know all of the tricks, all of the, the bypassing your logical brain and going right into your emotional hot buttons so that they can sell you something that maybe not be even appropriate or what you ask for or good for you in any way. The big red flags to look out for is um, a polished sales approach that upsells you from whatever you went there for into some kind of uh, an exchange where you are now going from whatever, a $300 visit to a $1,200 visit before you even know it. And then walking out the door with something like $800 of supplements that you didn't even ask for. Uh, And uh, again, with the informed consent, if there's any, any physical contact, if there's any physical treatment, you need to know what that physical treatment is for, what it's supposed to do, what possible side effects might happen or might take place, and what to watch out for. And you have to literally sign the line that says, yes, I understand. And I agree to proceed. I don't see a patient until they've gone through that whole process because it's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime to do that. You know, it's actually uh, assault and battery
1: <laughs> in, uh, in so, all 50 you know, States.
0: Yeah. And, and, and so that's, that's the main thing, you know, is the doctor talking to you? Or is he trying to convince you of something mm. that you're really not there for? Are, 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 are you having a, an exchange? That is the main thing. More than anything else, are, are they patient-centered is the right. buzzword. Are, are they paying attention to what you really want and need and working a strategy to, to get you towards your goal? Or do they have a separate agenda that, you know, they'll play on your fears and your concerns and your hopes to sell you something that you really didn't sign up for yeah that makes and a, lot it be it's a lot of sense several thousand dollars <laughs> some of these guys are so yeah. good at this kind of manipulation this psychic manipulation that you don't even question it until the bill shows up and then you're like oh my god what what do I do? And the problem is that we feel so victimized by this process and so hopeful that, well, I've spent this money. Let's write it out and see if the, the, my confidence in this person is, is a good investment instead of being outraged you know, and calling the authorities. So many people, so many victims are like, oh, you know, I I, I don't know. Maybe it was my fault. Maybe I did something. Ugh. Predators know how to manipulate. And, it, it, you know, it's in every, every profession. But when, it th- when it's in healthcare, it's particularly heinous as far yeah. as I'm concerned.
1: Hey, hold that thought. We've got to take a break. We will be right back. Don't go away. Hey, welcome back to the Caregiver Dave Show. I'm Caregiver Dave, Dave Massani, with my guest, Dr. Thomas Polucky and we're talking about chiropractic. What to stay away from? What to look for? Because not all chiropractors are built alike. Uh, how some chiropractors are actually con men, and they know how to push all your buttons and and what have you. So, you talked about what what we should look for, what we should stay away from. Um, so uh you you, t- you talked a little about what we should expect on a first chiropractic visit. Um right. Let's talk about you and what you do and how many others are out there like you that we cuz you're the model of what we should look for in a chiropractor, but basically well, out of all the thousands, millions, I don't know how many chiropractors are out there, how many are doing kind of what you're doing. <clears throat>
0: Um, well, uh, approximately there are somewhere between 50 and 60,000 practicing chiropractors right now
1: in the country. Um,
0: uh, let's just say, yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) because
0: I don't, I don't know worldwide statistics. (laughs) I just know what's, you know, relevant to me. Um, so there's, let's just say there's 50,000 chiropractors of that 50,000, maybe, 5,000 are practicing some, what I would call specific chiropractic where they're not twisting and cracking every patient who walks through the door for every condition at every age at every you know, no matter what anybody goes there for, they're going to get the same manipulation. That was my first chiropractor. Twist twist the hip, twist the hip, crunch, crunch, crunch (laughs) on the back, twist the neck, twist the neck maybe some hot pack and stim with that. That's what you're going to see in the overwhelming majority of chiropractic offices. Okay. And it's the lowest level of chiropractic out there, but some people make a a very successful living at it. And I have to say, um, some people are helped with that, but about a hundred years ago, researchers discovered that, you know, that is very hit or miss methodology. There's not a whole lot of specificity. There's not a whole lot of patient-focused care in, in that process. We want to try to measure what is, you know, really going on with the patient and what, what kind of minimal intervention can we do
1: yeah.
0: in order to produce a measurable result. And that was discovered nearly a hundred years ago, and ever since, top researchers have abandoned that very low-level, common chiropractic.
1: And I've found, from my experience, that it's it's temporary. I I remember leaving the chiropractor's office uh, when I lived in Burbank, and uh, he'd adjust me and all of that, and then like thirty minutes later, I would find myself in my car trying to crack my neck because I feel tension again. So I says, "Well, I just yeah. got adjusted." This isn't permanent this isn't uh it's just too temporary you know
0: yeah that's about it and i i don't i don't want to get into you know what i know (laughs) as far as i don't think that's a good idea for anybody ever um but that's a whole other conversation and it's
1: how many how many don't crack what percentage of them don't do that cracking do you think
0: well it's it's probably in the neighborhood of you know less certainly less than 10 percent of chiropractors don't don't do general manipulation on every person every time
1: so it's like finding a needle in a haystack trying to find a guy who can really help
0: um well yeah
1: without twisting you into a pretzel (laughs)
0: yeah and 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 unfortunately like i i I said earlier the the most the the most theatrical the you know the showman the you know sideshow you know snowmen they used to call it you know right you know what i'm talking about did you see elvis the movie you know the the colonel was the snowman and elvis was the showman so these snowmen (laughs) Uh, they, uh, tend to be the most famous, the most successful, you know, the most viral, uh, in any profession. (laughs) And when it comes to chiropractic, I see things that are downright scary to me. You know, the, the viral videos of these half naked women getting, violently vi- violated in a chiropractor's office, you know, cranking on, on on these spines. I don't know what they think they're actually working on, but the spine is kind of a delicate organ. And and yet these are what, you know, have a million video hits. Like people want to see this. And and my my want to thing is a girl is, in I a hope,
1: bikini get adjusted, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe huh. it's like you know, a car accident, (laughs) everybody will slow down to look at a car accident, but nobody wants to be in a car accident. So the problem is it's a self-propagating thing. The more viral these videos get, the more chiropractors who aren't really sure about what they're doing or the results, or they're not making enough money. we like, Oh, look, this is the way to be more successful. So it becomes more and more prevalent out there. Yes. And it's just a vicious cycle of, um, you mm-hmm. know, the celebrity uh, driving the the profession instead of the other way around.
1: Yeah, listen, we're up on another break. Believe it or not, <laughs> don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back on the Caregiver Dave Show with my guest, Doctor Thomas Polucki, and uh, let's talk about red flags. What uh, we we briefly touched on it, but what's the most serious red flag that that we should stay away from? or feel when we're visiting a chiropractor that we haven't made our decision yet if we want to stay with this guy?
0: I would say that if you're unknowingly agreeing to stuff that you wouldn't be able to defend in a courtroom, you should have some pretty serious reservations about that. When people get into these Situations where all of a sudden there's stu- a bunch of stuff going on. They're not really sure what's going on, but they're agreeing uh, almost as a reflex instead of a thought process. Um, that should be a huge red flag because that tells you that you know their your logical process is being subverted. You're you are uh, very vulnerable to whatever suggestion that, you know, this person is, you know, manipulating you into.
1: So feeling manipulated, feeling intimidated, feeling, I better not say anything, or he's going to think I'm, uh, you know, uh, whatever, uh, those kinds of things, which is a, a very typical thing in a con, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it happens in everything. It happens at the mechanic. It happens, mm. you know, at, you know, when someone comes to do some work around your house. Um, but it's something really, really disturbing when it happens in a doctor's office. And I'm not picking on a chiropractor
1: or an auto mechanic, right? Same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it happens. It happens in every profession. But I believe it is particularly disturbing when it happens in a healthcare setting of course and and you know so anytime that you're agreeing to stuff that you don't understand that should be a big red flag and you know I, i the thing about As long as they're not really cranking into people's spines, because I'm not a fan of that ever (coughs) under any circumstance. Or neck is
1: part of the spine. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. especially the neck. So um, uh, as long as they're not doing that, and it is really just this charismatic faith healing, if you will you know, that's less dangerous than someone sticking a knife in your back or, you know, giving you a lifelong prescription to some kind of toxic medication. So there's, you know, little harm done with faith healing, except that, you know, most people can't afford A a thousand dollar or two thousand dollar hoax. You know they they are going to a healthcare professional in order to get better, not to get some energy work done or you know some some kind of you know uh, supernatural healing. Yeah, I'm a nuts and bolts guy. I am a geek. I spend an obscene amount of time researching this stuff. And making sure that we are evidence-based, which means that I can walk into any courtroom on the planet and not have to worry about my defense for what I do with my patients. I don't know how these guys get away with it, with this, you know, dog and pony sideshow carnival show, and nobody calls them on it. You know, how these guys are not in jail is is a mystery to me,
1: Now you and I were talking, uh, before the show about, uh, you said we looked up the statistic It was one third of chiropractors do this weird thing where you, uh, hold one thing with one hand and you, uh, uh, hold your arm out with the other hand, he's pushing down on your arm. And if, if you can, uh, you know, keep your arm from being pushed down, then he's figuring, okay, that's no good for you. And if he, and he, if he can't and so on, vice versa, um really one third of chiropractors are out there um uh, what do they call that something about uh, how strong your muscle is and they're making all their assumptions based on that
0: muscle testing is an accepted diagnostic criteria like if let's say your the um, disc in the middle of your neck Has been damaged and it's pushing on a nerve that's going down your arm. There are, you know, measurable muscle tests that say, you know, how bad that damage is. So let's put that one on the back burner for a second. Muscle testing is real science. Okay. But this thing that you're talking about is not the whole applied kinesiology which is, you know, loosely a a term that is kind of general, but it is exactly what you said. It's, you know, a a treatment, whether it be an energetic treatment or a supplement treatment or a physical treatment and the criteria for diagnosing and uh, follow up, making sure that something has changed is based on a scam. It's an absolute hoax. You know, it's if if that were real, it would be totally objective. You know, when I do muscle testing in my office to document injury, I have a grip strength test that is a meter that you squeeze and the meter says a certain number. Then I'll do a treatment or a series of treatments and see if that number changes. At no time am I pushing or pulling on the person while I'm running the test. That right there nullifies objective. the scientific validity of the test. Yeah. And as far as the you know strong reflex, weak reflex, that really is a matter of just pushing into a person's center of gravity or pulling away from it to make a weak or strong response. And any doctor that is using that to prescribe, to diagnose or prescribe or do anything, um, all due disrespect, <laughs> uh, shouldn't be in practice, should not be in practice.
1: So what else do um, caregivers need to know about chiropractors, uh, not only for their loved one, but for themselves? You know, a lot of caregivers are pulling and lifting their their heavy uh, patient, trying to get them in and out of bed, transferring them. And that's not too healthy on the back, is it?
0: No, not at all.
1: Are there ways so, they should be doing it instead of the ways that they're not doing it? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But, you know, that's a whole ergonomics and, you like know, biomechanical therapy, kind of therapy, conversation that has to be individualized to that person. You know, obviously there are, there is information out there. Some of it's more credible than others, but what to expect from a chiropractor as far as this is concerned. If someone's brave enough, to go to a chiropractor after everything that we've just <laughs> exposed here, here's what you should be looking for a measurable process. Uh, you know, first of all, that it is based on their concerns and not being upsold to something completely different and not some new bright and shiny with borrowed. Uh, documentation about how effective this treatment is, because most of that stuff is bad science, BS for short, to begin with. And um, if the pa- if the patient's concern doesn't have like several reviews, you know, other patients' reviews that are v- very close to the patient's concern, right. then I, I don't find much credibility in anything any doctor out there is selling. The, the patient reviews specific to the patient's concerns, as far as I'm concerned, lets you know whether you're even in the right place, right?
1: Yes, yes. Now we're up on our last and- break and then we're going to come back for the whole... Oh. Stretch. We're going to talk about reviews and how trustworthy they are, right? Because, okay. I don't know, maybe they can be manipulated or something. Maybe get all your friends to give a review. So we'll be right back. Don't sure. Go- and we're back on the final segment of the Caregiver Dave show with our guest, Dr. Thomas Palucki. So let's talk about reviews. Just just how reliable are they and where should we go for them? Yelp, Google, I mean, other places, MD,
0: yeah, there's a bunch of different review sites out there. Some are more credible than others. Um, I'll, I'm i not a fan of Yelp, but Yelp is okay. It's an, it's an okay service. Here's what I don't like about Yelp. I have over 80 five-star reviews that they buried because they believe they're too good to be true.
1: You mean you seriously I mean you know
0: me. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I know your 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 audience doesn't necessarily know me, but you know me.
1: Right, for 15 These years.
0: These are very real reviews, but Yelp has decided that they can't be real. So they will not post them. They have, right. however, posted a handful of very negative reviews and again, you know me, but people looking at Yelp don't have any idea who I am or what I'm about. So they're going to believe that those negative reviews, which are obviously never happened in my office, um, are real, are just as real as anything else out there. So that's what I don't like about Yelp so much. It is skewed towards the negative and I refuse to pay them. I think that might have something to do with it. I don't, I don't. i don 't advertise on yelp, so that 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 's a big thing um, for many, many years. Google was the most critical cre- uh, credible search for reviews however they 're st- starting to adopt a more of a Yelp approach. Yeah, um, I- they are restricting reviews um, if you have more reviews than other doctors they don 't post your reviews um if a, another yeah. doctor um is buying google ads it seems like y- y- all of a sudden they're moving up the ladder and you're staying still it's it's just you know it is what it is you know i i mean everybody's in business um so those kind of reviews you got to take <clears throat> a grain of salt with it's not so much whether there are numbers or not Again, search for your specific problem and see what the person has to say, because there are services out there that will generate reviews for you. But those reviews, you're going to see they are very... um. Uh, not specific. They are very vague. They're like a clean office and I didn't have to wait long and the staff was so friendly and they're so helpful. Or on the other swing of it, the, the reviews that, you know, I hate to say it, but can be bought the reviews are like oh he 's fantastic he 's great he 's the best, and no real details on the situation or what they went through, or you know their their journey through their their healing process or anything like that. All of my reviews are organic they 're real they 're real people who have had real problems in most cases for a really long time have tried a whole bunch of stuff. And this was the first place that actually gave them the relief that they were working for. If you're seeing that in a review, you can pretty much pretty much be sure and uh, to trust that that review.
1: So not only chiropractic, but you're you're into functional medicine. Your wife had some issues, yeah. didn't she? Tell us about that. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's she's allowed me. So it's not I'm not breaking any HIPAA rules. So um, uh, I don't want to say how long ago, but it was a while ago. Um, We started thinking about, you know, maybe having a family. So she gets the green light. She goes through all the tests, the blood tests, the ultrasound, all of it. Her OBGYN says, you know, you can have 10 kids if you want. You're perfectly healthy. Right. Six months later, she goes through the most hellacious menopause I've ever heard of, much less witnessed. She is sweating through six beach towels a night. Whoa. She's sleep deprived. She's totally incapacitated. And meanwhile, I got to go to work every day and try to take care of people and come back and take care of her all night long. So we're both exhausted oh. after a year of this. And the, the obviously the medical tests aren't, showing what needs to be done. Mm We hurry here about bioidentical hormones and, um, and uh, functional medicine actually on. um, Yeah. On Oprah, uh, Suzanne Somers is talking about it, how she's gone to this miracle worker.
1: Yeah. We've interviewed her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. (sighs) So uh, we try and, um, it doesn't do anything like my, my wife loves the practitioner. It's costing us an obscene amount of money. And within a year, um, she's back to sweating through six beach towels a night, sleep deprived and can't function. We're about to lose everything. I'm about to go out of business. We're about to lose our house. We're about, you know, it. Uh, we're about to get divorced. It's, it's a nightmare, hellish nightmare. So last minute, we're at this mastermind group that I've been part of for years and I didn't know that sitting like 3 people away from me for the past several years is one of the the founders of a functional medicine group that's over 300 practitioners in America he founded it right so I the 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 head of the mastermind says you know what's up cuz he can say I'm a freaking zombie at this point <laughs> And he can see, and I tell him, I was like, listen, I think this is the last session I'm going to be able to come to. And I I give him the quick synopsis of what I just said. He said, you got to talk to Reed. So I do. And within five minutes, he's making more sense than everything I've been through at this point for the past two years, the nightmare hell that I've been through for the past two years. He said, listen, you got to take the course. You got to take the tests. You know, I will make it my personal mission to make sure that you see what this is about. And literally uh, within three weeks of the protocol, my wife is 80% better. Wow. So again, really insanely long story short, I am now the medical director of that program. So I oversee... Over 300 functional medicine practitioners in America to make sure that they're ordering the right labs and that they're, you yeah. know, giving their their patients the right protocols in order to handle digestive issues, hormonal issues, um, you know, whatever their issue is that it has fallen through the cracks with their conventional medical doctors.
1: Sure. Now you're in Southern California. How far do people actually? drive or fly to see you
0: um we do have some patients come from other countries Um, italy is as far uh in that way as people come, um, we have had people flying from Hawaii. You know, yeah, I know you're yeah. you're a fan of Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we do have people come um, when gas wasn't, you know, four or five dollars a gallon. We'd have people drive from up and down the coast in other states. I had one family drive. Uh, no, they flew. The whole family flew from Florida and spent uh, nearly a month in a hotel. For the whole family to get
1: treated see that that just should tell people how how wonderful your services are and how rare uh people can find someone like you so uh i can't believe how fast our time is gone and time is the enemy i wish we had some more time but thank you so much doctor for coming on the show you've been (laughs) delightful and very enlightening and for everybody out there remember all our live shows become recorded pod and video cast on all your favorite networks And remember my newly released book, Secrets from the Hammock, Uncommon Wisdom for Uncommon Times, is spreading wisdom all over the world, available wherever books are sold. Well, gotta go. We ran out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye. Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise,
0: like the birds will never sing.